comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No Google. No Amazon.com. No email. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. The Walking Dead TV Podcast, episode 34. This is John. I have with me only one other person. That's all you need, bro. It's just Brad. It's just Brad. That's all you need. They're saying, no, I was hoping for Russ or that guy with the deep voice. The white, Barry white, Jim Dietz. Right. Or the the young guy. Maybe I should try talking like this. The young guy with all the news. The Padawan who just had a birthday. He's 11. Everyone, happy birthday, yeah. Jordan. Jordan, Padawan, Gilbert. I'm going to talk like this for the rest of this episode. I think with this two-man crew and two-man crew, that was like a rap group, Two-man wasn't crew, it? wasn't that a, yeah, wasn't that a rap group? Right, I remember, they were from Miami or something. Uh, I think they were from Nebraska. Anywho, this two-man crew in particular probably brings the highest level of hijinks of any two-man crew that could be. Established, yeah, it's very possible. Yeah, so we're gonna talk about uh, other things. Maybe we should try to clamp down on that a bit. Clamp it, Jed. Maybe we should jet it, Jed. Clamp it. Yeah. See, see, listeners, you had no idea. Okay, so let's do a sponsor. We have a lot of fun things for today. We have another panel to uh, to let you all hear. But first, we're gonna talk about our sponsor, Bradley. Go. DCBService.com. You guys know them. You've heard us talk about them. Get all your cool Walking Dead paraphernalia there. Uh, they've got some really cool stuff. Uh, Walking Dead stuff. Oh my goodness, what is that I see? It's a Walking Dead TV zombie bust. He looks familiar. Who is that? Could that be Buster? It's a Buster bust. It sure looks like it. The picture is a little small on the website. But uh, it sure looks like Buster. It looks like he's wearing the black jacket and the purple shirt. That's awesome. They call him the uh, the tank zombie bust, which somebody yeah, is obviously he, not listening. Well, he was he was in the episode with the tank, you know, which is the the pilot. He was there. He was close in the episode to the tank. With the bus too. Huh? Yeah, they should have called him Bust Bust Buster Bust Zombie Bust. Right. That would have been a little confusing. Buster, zombie bust. Right. It would have brought alliteration into the mix, though, which is always... That would have been pretty awesome. Right. You can never have too much alliteration. I agree. Just ask Barbara Wawa. <laughs> Continue, Brad. Um, the Let's see. The Walking Dead omnibus hardcover, they've got a new... Uh, the next volume of that, it's uh, volume three is out... Uh, each of these hardcover omnibus 
volumes contain 24 issues. So it's like four of the trade paperbacks in one large hardcover. Very large. Uh, yes. And they've reprinted volume one omnibus. So you can pick that up. I think volume two probably is also still available. Volume three's just come out. Uh, oh, back to the bus, the zombie bus. You can also pick up the bicycle girl uh, zombie, which is pretty cool looking. Uh, DCBService.com. They've got loads of stuff, not just Walking Dead stuff, but comics and toys and statues and all kinds of stuff. Uh, if you ever place an order with them and you haven't done it yet, the first time you do it, you can use WD8. Uh, if that code does not work, just give customer service an email and let them know that you would like to use that code and they will hook you right up. That's customer.service at dcbservice.com. There's a Triumph of the Walking Dead on page and screen book, which I'm kind of interested in. It seems to be like a history of the comics and Kirkman before it exploded on TV. And uh, that's 1047, which is pretty reasonable for a book these days. So I'm interested in checking that one out. And uh, the omnibus hardcovers are, are great. And the volume one was one of those things that was out of print for a long period of time. So getting that back is uh, is really cool. They're oversized and very thick. So you actually could probably kill a zombie with that book. That's how big it is. Easily. I've been killing zombies for about 48 hours straight. Dadgummit, did you get that game? I got the Dead Island game. Oh, man, I want that so bad. Okay. Is, um, is it fun? Oh, Okay. Here's here's the deal. Did you have now? Is it anything like that trailer that they showed us? I I don't recall the trailer. Okay. Uh, nothing is ever like a trailer. That's the cut. Don't scene. you remember the trailer? They they showed it. I can't remember if they showed the thing in reverse and then they showed it back forward, or they showed it forward and then they showed the whole thing in reverse. Do you remember that video? That I do remember uh, that. Yeah. No, the game is not like that. Okay. The game is like either Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead Redemption in that you run around this island and there are zombies everywhere that just chase you and there's different kinds of zombies and you have to find weapons and, uh, and, and do tasks and side missions that are around as you go through the story. But it has another level. It's not just Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead Redemption. Uh, they throw the role-playing into it. So every level, there's experience points, there's levels you add to your skill and get new skills, and there's also weapon combining, like Dead Rising. So if Very you, cool. Yeah, and your weapons have stats as well. So like if you keep beating them over the head with a bat, eventually the bat will break, and the same thing goes for your knives or whatever, and you can like combine you know duct tape and a box of nails and a knife together and make that wouldn't be a good combination but you can combine things and make really cool other weapons and i just found a jeep that worked oh yeah and now i just zip around the island and run them down that's awesome yeah it is really awesome i totally want that game are you playing on the Xbox or the PS3? Yeah, I, I played on the Xbox, and uh, I know our buddy Aaron from uh, the Out Now podcast plays it on PS3, and he says it's really good. And there's four-player co-op, so if oh um, yeah, 
Yeah, it's it'll... too bad you can't play it cross-platform, though, Yeah, right? I know. Yeah, that kind of stinks. But it finds people that are near your level of play or in the same quest as you are, and it'll say, mm-hmm. do you want to join them or do you want them to join you? And you can put yes or no or whatever, and then you can play co-op. That's awesome. It really is good. I. Uh... Is it scary? It is, and when you get surprised your character freaks out and screams and like (laughs) and the like the uh screen gets all blurry and your controller will like vibrate or whatever and you can't do anything for a couple seconds while he recovers oh that's awesome yeah it's pretty uh it's pretty freaky i am the asian female blade expert there is a black gangster rap sort of uh tank guy who's good with the blunt weapons and there's a jock dude who throws things really well and there's an assassin girl bodyguard who is the master of guns and i have not even found a gun yet i'm like level five i can't find a gun i'm using bats and broken knives and things right now okay you sold me i want it it's really good bro i know I have to sell some plasma to go get it i think you can sell plasma you can sell video games comic books you can you can make it happen, but uh, yeah, sixty bucks blows. Video games just are too much money, but uh, this one's a lot. I'm of always fun. I'm always behind the curve when it comes to video games. You know, I played Red Dead Redemption when it when it only cost me twenty nine bucks. Yeah, that's not a bad that's not a bad way to go. To be honest yeah. with you, I have a bad combination. I am uh, I am ADD and <laughs> I am also. Um, Impulsive. Right. Obsessive compulsive disorder. So I have to have the new game now, and then I'm tired of it in like 15 minutes. Right. I hear you. So that's bad. I've only uh, bought one video game at full price when it was released. So I'm, I'm, I'm the kind that just waits usually. So I'm cool with that, but I'll be playing it vicariously through you. Yeah, this this one's a good one. And and you know what? It's not like an online game. Like if you buy it in three months, you're not missing anything. You're just, you know. You can play it whenever, and it'll be awesome. How long? How many hours of? Well, if you said it's like Red Dead, I never played uh, Grand Theft Grand Theft Auto, but if you said it's like Red Dead Redemption, theoretically, you could play that till you die forever. I mean, I can't. I'm on the main quest, and it like sends me across the island, and everywhere you walk or drive or run you see the little exclamation points on the map saying, hey, if you talk to me, I'll give you something else to do. Right. You know, they're, and they're just everywhere. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's totally, I thought I was going to be really smart and blow up a gas tank to make this really hard zombie die, and that worked, but the explosion brought like 50 other zombies to me. Wow. So uh, I died. Okay, I'm I'm sold. I'm all over it. Sorry, but it's it's a lot of fun. But as we say on the Legion of Dudes, we are not here to talk about video games. Have you ever heard us say that, or do you not listen? No, I listen, and uh, I've heard you guys say that. I've heard you say it on this show too. You know what? I'll probably start saying it on Half Hour Wasted just to round it out. That'll and make never it work. <laughs> That's true. We kind of get carried away. Can I can I uh, put a little plug in? When is this uh, episode gonna air? This will probably air Sunday. Okay. Well, then, uh, if somebody's listening to this on that day, uh, if they go to uh, the HHWLOD website and pull up the latest episode of Half Hour Wasted, actually, it'll episode, it'll air 
Monday the 12th, um, we kind of branched out and did something a little different. And we did a fantasy football discussion. Bill, uh, the voice McGonnell has been, he's a good guy and I love him. He's been harping on us about doing something sports related. So <laughs> it was pretty funny. Frank and I showed up one day to record at Bill's house and he said, and there's a strange person there and he goes, oh, this is Pat. And we're going to talk about fantasy football on the second episode re-record. And we're like, he didn't say, would this be cool? He just said, this is what we're doing. Right. So well, what you know, is his I just house? rolled with it. Right. It it's was fun. Porch, so yeah, it was fun. So listen for that if you if you're interested. Very cool. So for this evening, Brad, we have another Dragon Con panel. We had released the uh, Norman Reedus Dragon Con panel. I wanted to get that one out as quickly as possible because the uh, Dixons Vixens worked so hard to get it to us in a hurry. So I wanted to. Uh, return the favor and get it out there for all of them to hear that weren't able to be a Dragon Con. You know, I don't know that I've uh, been acquainted with a more rabid group of fans than the Dixons Vixens. It's pretty awesome. It It is pretty awesome. And, uh, you know, every time I turn around, we're getting, like, retweeted or follow Friday or, you know, whatever. So uh, so they're cool. So that's part of why I wanted to get that Norman Reedus one out as quickly as possible. So that worked out really well. Uh, but now we have the other Walking Dead panel from Dragon Con, which happened last weekend. This panel has John Bernthal, Shane, of course, uh, Lori Holden, who is Andrea, Stephen Yoon, who is Glenn, and we have the kids again. Chandler Riggs is Carl. We have Madison Lintz, who is Sophia. And Addie Miller, who is described here as the frightening little zombie girl from the opening episode. Mm. Teddy she was bear quite girl. frightening. Yeah, teddy bear girl. Uh, we were just saying she could, you know, uh, hopefully she has a great career in uh, acting or whatever she wants to do. But she could probably do panels and signings for, you know, a good while now just off that first scene. Yeah. Absolutely. So, what do we want to say before we run this, Brad? There are a couple of spoilers, I would say, mild. More of the book than the show. They're really pretty tight-lipped about the show. Well, you know, I was I was going to bring something up as far as that goes, and maybe I'll wait till it's done so everybody can, can uh, experience, you know, the thing without any... Without any preconceived notions? Yeah. So why don't we just roll it, and then uh, I'll bring it up later. Okay, I do want to say uh, a couple of other things quickly. Uh, mild, mild spoilers, more for the book. We, we just said that. Um, a little bit of language, just to let you know. You know, we don't generally have the cursing. We do the beep-outs and whatever. There's a little bit mild, if I remember correctly. Right, Brad? Like maybe one towards the end or something. Yeah, there's an A word, but, you know, taken in context, it's it's fine. Yeah, just a yeah. heads up in case you're in the car with the kitties right. or whatever. And we do not have the introductions. So, obviously, the two adult voices that you're going to hear are uh, John and Stephen and you have Lori is the adult female, and then the three kids kind of chime in. It's a little echoey in the beginning, but it gets a lot better as it goes on. So here we go with the Dragon Con 2011 Walking Dead panel, part two. Was that to me? Oh, did anyone 
done. Cry. <laughs> Please only ask us like that question. <laughs> Last year, something that was funny was um, uh, uh, Andy Rothenberg played uh, uh, Jim. You guys remember Jim? Yeah. He, he, uh, he's a great actor, and um, it was right after uh, it was right after she shot her sister in the head, and uh, and you know, we were all really uh, we, we were all really um, sad and. and, and That's my job, and um, the cameras were on me, and I looked over over the cameras, and Andy Rothenberg was being sad and emotional over there, and um, he looked at me, and he just mouthed, Like, Andy does this, he does this. Like, <laughs> 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 
trees and like a birch and like stopped and like, oh hey baby, he called it action, where's where's Holden? And like, oh she's talking to a tree. <laughs> But 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 uh, I get 
Um, just like from the graphic novel, I think uh, that zombies are only so dangerous, I think the real danger is going to lie in human beings, and, and zombies are something that we can, will end up being able to deal with, more or less. Um, but, but there's a evilness inside of people that I think is far more dark. Next question. You actually kind of led into my question. I was wondering if any of you had actually read the graphic novels, and if you had, did you use that as background to build your characters? Well, I'm not allowed to read them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did say where my mom would go to Ed and she'd make me skip pages, but I didn't know where we were in the whole novel graphic thing. I really just didn't know what was going on because I had to skip so many pages. <laughs> As far as the, the TV show, I, I, you know, I can't speak as far as the, the, the 
graphic novel, as far as the TV show being set in Georgia, I think Georgia is, I think it's one, especially whereas last season was Atlanta, I think this season is more rural Georgia, if I'm allowed to say that and not get too fired or both. But I think Georgia is a, uh, is a huge, I mean, it's, it's one of the central characters to the piece. I, and I'm so happy that we are shooting here because there's, um, the, first of all, I think the, the crews, uh, the, 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 the film crew that we have is the best crew I've ever worked with in my entire life. Yeah. I think that the, the people of Georgia are the best filmmakers at it, just out there. And, uh, as far as just there's types of trees, there's types of fields, there's types of heat, there's types of bugs. Thank <laughs> you. 
like a cakey note. And so I'm sitting down, and literally right before I take a bite, this zombie walks in and like half of her jaws off her tongue. So you remember that? Oh, awesome. I don't need my chocolate cake. <laughs>
training, per se. Um, and it is cool because it feeds into our characters. It, it just happens to be that it is cool. You know what I mean? It's not something that we're working towards for, uh, or whatever it is. But it's, it's cool to see people messily shoot uh, things, but still control because we don't want to blow up someone's face up.
So, Bradley, what'd you think yes. of this panel? I liked it. I mean, it's always cool to see those people in real life, to hear them talk about the show and and uh, kind of open up. You know, part of me feels sorry for them because I'm sure they have to answer a lot of the same questions from con to con. And I'm I'm sure they're well aware of that. Uh, you know, having said that, they all seemed very genuinely happy to be there. Um, I uh, I was fortunate enough to find some video so of that recording so I could watch it also. And uh, they all seemed happy to be there, um, smiles on their faces, um, giggling and, and just having a good time. Uh, Carl Chandler, <laughs> it's so easy to call them by their characters' names. Yeah. Chandler, you know, he said something about how it was the coolest – um, panel ever <laughs> yeah and he he just he looked sincere you know he, it, it's not like i don't think he's learned how to play the crowd yet i just think it was a sincere little boy saying that so and that was cool um i liked it you know it's it, sometimes you hear some of the same things but then again you know you hear it in a different context or with a different somebody else saying it this time instead of one actor last time and i just got to say Lori holden is a cutie pie. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree. Um, mm -hmm. This is probably, I saw Lori Holden, Steven Yoon, and uh, John Bernthal at the New York Comic Con panel, and we heard the San Diego Comic Con panel in between. I think they were all at that one too. Maybe John Bernthal wasn't. I don't remember. But um, John Bernthal actually makes me feel a little guilty because he seems like a heck of a nice guy. Uh, and all we really do is make fun of his pants. Well, and you would think by now he's he has to have heard something about people talking about his pants, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think that, you know, word would have trickled down to him now? I, I got to say that everybody that we've mentioned it to, Irony Singleton, Norman Reedus <laughs> and Michael Rooker on Twitter. <laughs> they all acted like they definitely knew what we were talking about. Oh, sure. <laughs> Nobody yeah. was like, what do you mean, John's pants? You know, so yeah. I'd, I'd have to think that he has heard it. Yeah, I'm certain he has. You know, it would be even funny as if he. Like if we saw him pull his pants up or something like he stands up, uh, you know, from a campfire and get ready to take care of some business and he pulls his pants up a little bit I th you know that would be an animated gif on everybody's avatar. oh heck yeah that would be my uh that would be my forum uh avatar for a while that would be awesome okay since we're talking about john bernthal i think it's time we treat the audience the listeners not that we haven't but i don't think we're fooling anybody uh, at this point in time, we've danced around spoilers, you know, a lot. And one character in particular, and there was some talk in this panel about Shane and his character in the comics. Um, I think our listeners are intelligent enough to have figured out, you know, what that spoiler is, you know, and I'm still not going to be specific about it right now, but. 
you know, and I'm sure we'll continue to avoid it. But I guess all I'm saying is I want the listeners to know that we're probably we're aware that you're probably aware of what the deal is concerning Shane. And um, you know, I'm, I'm I know lots of our listeners have read the books and do know what the big spoiler stuff is for Shane. But um, I don't know. Do you think it's, I guess my question for you, John, is do you think it's time we stop dancing around that particular spoiler or do we? Well, I hear you. See, to me, it's very tricky because of a, a couple of things. First of all, we need to realize that uh, there's way, way many more in the TV viewing audience that will ever even think about picking up the comic book. True that. Um, and that's probably a good chunk of who listens to us. Um, also, it's a two-part two spoiler. It's what happens and how it happens. Yeah, the... the... The what happens, I think, is out of the bag. Is kind of out of the bag. It it hasn't specifically, I don't believe, been talked about on our show. You kind of know what it is if you just listened to the panel that we just played, but we've never uh, talked about the how. Right, and that's and, the 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 show is so different now. You know, even if it happens, it's going to be completely different than what went down in the book. But it still could happen that way. I would, I would prefer for it to happen that way because I think it's an important development in the plot. You know, for it to to happen that way. But uh, yeah, I while while I'm you know saying something about dancing around, is it time to stop dancing around? It's time to. I think it's okay to stop dancing around one part of that spoiler, but to continue to do the limbo around the other. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm 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 with you. I'm with you for okay. the most part. I, I think yeah. uh we'll probably let that cat out of the bag officially one day. Um you know, I don't I don't know. You know what? You know what's gonna happen, Brad? It's gonna happen on the show one of these days, and then we're gonna get to fill in everybody. That's true. There was a bit of foreshadowing, you know, earlier, and I guess in season one. Yep. Since that's the only season that's been, but uh, so um, I know we were gonna wait, you know, for Jordan, but to do news stuff. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about season three being greenlit. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, somebody. It might have been a Dixon Vixen at the Dragon Con said that uh, Chandler actually confirmed that it was greenlit for season three. And that's the only confirmation of that uh, that I can find. Um, so maybe we should take it with a grain of salt. Not that Chandler is uh, incapable of, of, you know, having that kind of information or even speaking the truth. That's not what I'm saying at all. But all I'm saying is that's the only place we've heard it. Right. Maybe it's something that's being worked on that he heard and thought that it was official. I just can't imagine that it's official without it being released by AMC. 
And also, I don't think I've ever heard of a show being greenlit for a season before the previous season airs. Have you? Well, you know, I've heard of, of different shows being renewed for two more, three more seasons. Okay, and I suppose, See, I've never heard I suppose that. that's the same thing. Yeah, it definitely is. I haven't heard of that. I've, I usually hear, you know, after one or two episodes, kill it, then you get green light for the next season. But you're, you're, I'm sure you're right. Yeah. Well, for, you know, in the, in the instance of Lost, we knew, I believe, we knew in season four that season six was going to be the last season. Yes, correct. So that's, that's one example. And I hesitate to bring up another news item, but we haven't talked about it, and and I want to talk about it, but I don't know. Should we save it for the next show, or should we bring it up now? I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about, so I can't comment. Go ahead. Um, the uh, season two will be split into two parts with a little hiatus in between. Yes. And the premiere was... will be an hour and a half. We probably didn't speak to everybody about that. Yeah, that's cool. That's good news. The um, at first the hiatus bothered me, but then when I read something, it it made me feel a lot better about it. Um, and it concerns the budget for season two, and I can't remember how it was worded, but basically, once production starts on an episode, that's when like the budget is earmarked or debited or whatever. You know that money's gone. So if they delay half of the budget for a month or so, that just kind of helps the whole AMC money thing. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I, I totally do. So that's I'm okay with that. You know, I'm used to I'm used to shows doing that. Do we want it? Nah, we want it all. But you know, there's good there's a trade off. You know, and the I season believe... lasts longer, but you know, you have to wait. So we're adults; we can wait. Yes, and I believe it avoids Super Bowl Sunday. That's also a good thing. And that's a freebie for us because, you know, it's like a week that we don't have to worry about. You know, it, it's a week off that we won't complain about. I mm-hmm. won't. So that's cool. Um, yeah. One other thing about the panel, there's an almost Lori Holden spoiler that we won't get into. But did you catch her ask I if did. she should answer? I, I did. She said, should I? Yes. Yes, and I'm not going to repeat what she said. If you if you missed it, then good, because it's a plot development for her character later on, and uh, it's one of my favorite things about the book. Yeah, it's definitely, and I think they, we mentioned it on the commentaries. If you look back at, uh, I think it might be Guts, there's a scene that kind of foreshadows that for her character. So it seems like almost a confirmation that that's going to happen with this character when you yeah. connect all the dots, which is cool. Oh, it's Absolutely, yeah. And I'm sure Kirkman would make sure that that would happen because that's just one of the coolest things about the book. It's one of the, it's one of the merry, merry? It's a merry, merry Christmas. It's uh, one of the many characterizations that make The Walking Dead what it is. And like they said on the panel, it's not about zombies. It's about the people. How many times do we say that? I mean, geez. But, you know, and that's one of the plots that really brings that home. Something else I had forgotten about 
but was re reminded of it in watching the video that I found for the panel was that John Bernthal's uh, hair has been shaved off. You know, he's, his head's been shaved, so I wonder how that's going to play in with season two. I know we've mentioned that before on the show, but seeing it again reminded me of it. Yeah, that's... Um... I think it was Russ that immediately yelled, you know, he must get killed um, as a guest because he must be working on something else if his hair is shaved off. But uh, who knows? Maybe they give haircuts. Well, there are other people in the comic who shave their heads for one reason or another. So maybe... The thought behind that or part of the story from that has been shifted over to Shane or something like that. Who knows? Do you think as listeners to the show who don't read the book, do you think they get tired of a, of when we talk about the book or when we say, I wonder if this or that, and when we posit different things? Uh, possibly. I think in the off season, it's, uh, you know, too bad. I, I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how we've put out how many shows have we put out this off season? I mean more than during the season. Well maybe, but I mean obviously it's because it's a great show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just it's you know, it's one of those things uh I'm I, let me put it to you this way, Brad. Those people that are don't like us doing that, they're probably gonna start listening again in mid October when the show starts up. And they've probably taken a, a bit of a break. I remember when earlier uh, in the history of the show, you were talking about our schedule for the show and uh, you were concerned about the off season. And uh, obviously it really hasn't been that big of a problem. No, no. I think the commentaries are working out really well. Uh, because it's built-in material, so we're only really doing one, you know, information show a month. But let's talk a little bit about that, Brad. What a perfect segue that you did purposely. Um, I did? Oh, of course you did. You're a podcasting expert. I meant to do that. What is that, Pee Wee Herman? Yes. Yeah, of course it is, when he rolls off when the he bike, right? Yeah, he falls off the bike. I meant to do that. That was way before he became, like, a theater creep. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is coming out mid-September. By the end of September, we will have the commentary track for the finale of season one, which is entitled... What is it, Brad? Not TS-19. That was the last one? No, that's... That was wild. Wildfire. So is this one TS-19? It sure is. Excellent. So the season premiere is what, the 16th? The season premiere is the 16th. Is that the Sunday? We are so prepared. Uh, the 16th is yeah, the Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. I'm looking at the calendar, so um, we've got, I guess, five weeks. Amazing. Let's see. One, two, three... Hang on. This will air, what, let's, September let's, 11th. Let's call it the 11th. Yeah. Our, and we do, we try to do one a week. Well, that's what, that's what I was getting at. We're going to go back to weekly shows. So you're going to get 
You're going to get a show by the end of September. Let's say by the 25th, you get the TS-19 commentary. That's going to leave the 2nd and the 9th for just Season 2 Gear Up, Geek Out Fests, and then the 16th is Rock and Roll, and we'll probably be on Tuesdays at that point because we will record. We'll watch the show Sunday. We'll record Monday, and we will have it out Tuesday because we're that dedicated. So are we going to skip a show next week for Sunday the 18th? I think that will probably be our last skip. I think uh, we'll put okay. the commentary out around the 25th. Cool. I'm good with that. I'm good so if that, you're good. That leaves one, two, two more shows, and then, yep, cool. No, we're good. I'm sure Jordan can could talk the whole time and fill it up. Absolutely. And we'll get back next show with, uh, after the commentary, I should say, we'll get back with your voicemails. Uh, we want to give away more DVDs. We probably could have done one tonight. I mean, you want to do one right now? I'll put a Facebook message out. Well, that means we'd have to stick around and wait for a call, right? Oh, you think? No, we don't have to do a call. We could say the first person to uh, reply in the Facebook. Do you want to try a call just for grins, just to see if we get one? All right, but we're not going to wait really long. Okay. Yeah, put a put a, a thing out on Facebook. Okay, say some other things while I do that. Say some other things. Okay, I will. Uh, I will give out my copy this week, and I'll even put it in a newer Blu-ray case. How's that? So it'll feel new. It'll feel and look new. I'm really thirsty, by the way. Are you having a beverage? I'm not having a beverage, and I drank the last adult beverage earlier. Well, I finished is, one before we started, but... Which is bad planning. <laughs> no, we're good. Okay, so... Did you just put something out? I'm going to... I'm officially doing it now. Okay. Are you set up to take a phone call? Uh, Sure. Uh, uh, five one six. What's on? You're always set up to take a phone call, aren't you? What? Yeah, if I can remember the number. Um, four six eight. Okay, gotcha. I had I had to get in like my podcast voice to remember what the number is. (laughs) Yeah, after saying the the phone number for my show for, gosh, it's been over four years now. I've been doing my show. It finally. It's only taken four years for it to finally for me to memorize it. Okay, so we're going to try this uh for a couple of minutes and see what happens. I'm going to pull I'm going to pull up the Facebook and see what you wrote. I wrote want to win a Walking Dead Blu-ray. Call 516-468-7912 and then I wrote now so they know they should do it now. According to the Facebook, it said you did it about a minute ago. Oh, I'm just something you uh, since well something else we can <laughs> something else we can talk about um, while we're waiting. Possible that Frank Darabont will uh, continue to be at least entitled an executive producer of the program. That yeah, that's some news that came out, and I really think that it's damage control. Um, yeah, but uh, but we'll see. I, I'd like him to still be involved. Well, you know, that's kind of like calling 
do we know any of the episode titles for season two yet? We know that they are, uh, we have one of them, I believe, and it's named after a trade. They're I'm all calling be... it up right now. You know, you can find that on hhwlod.com or walkingdeadtv.com. Was that you that did that just then? Sure was. Ding! I'm 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 towing a line here, Brad, because if somebody calls in and I have a web page open, I'm not going to see it. But they're probably well, not going to call because we didn't warn them ahead of time. Let's, we're all about spontaneity. And spontaneity, correct. Let me do the looking. Uh, Miles Behind Us is the title of episode one for season two. Yes. Miles I, Behind Us. I believe that to be true. And uh, there was speculation that since... Uh, He's used trade paperback titles before, and this was a trade paperback title that at least the premiere and the finale, I guess, would be, uh, you know, names of the book volumes as well. But who knows? All right, so I'm ready to call this a colossal failure. Well, you know what? We could even edit this out if we want to. <laughs> it's probably funnier if it stays. Yeah. But we will try again. So point being, uh, you need to be in the Facebook group. You need to follow the Twitter, which is uh, WDTV Podcast. We do tons of news on the spot for, uh, on Twitter and Facebook. So, uh, you know, you're, I'm, you're bigger. I'm posting a time's up message on Facebook. <laughs> somebody's time's gonna, up. Tomorrow, somebody's going to say, that was fast. Too late. Um, yeah, so follow the, you know, get on the Facebook group, Walking Dead TV Podcast, get on the Twitter, WD TV Podcast, and uh, you could win a DVD, a Blu-ray, or be up on all the latest news. So how are we going to give away my copy? Uh, maybe we'll do this again next time, but we'll think of it earlier and tell people like a few hours in advance to try at this time. It's probably a better idea. Or maybe you, you know, can make we... a cool video again like you did for your trade paperbacks. That was fun. That was fun. Maybe we'll. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it some thought. Yeah, give it a little thought. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, John. I agree. It is always a pleasure to talk to me. <laughs> Brad. <laughs> I say we say goodnight, Brad. Hey, John, you want to hear my Jordan impression? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of how he sounds in my head. If all the other voices would stop, maybe I could hear Jordan's. Anyway, it would be something like, and remember. Doesn't he start him with his, and remember? Yeah, sometimes he says, and remember twice, but only you do it once. And remember, when the world stops turning and there are no more soap operas on, either that or when hell gets too full, Something. What does he say? I probably should have researched this before I did it. Uh, when the sump, when the dead walk the earth, remember. That's when he says remember twice. But it's like remember uh, and remember when the dead walk the earth, and you don't prepare your call-ins ahead of time, your episode will be a colossal failure. Have a good week, everybody. You love it. <laughs>